fed and watered and peed and all the things. You got it. I have to look at my notes, honey. I'm sorry. I know you hate my notes. No, I don't hate your notes. That's not true. After that last one, that was a doozy. Off script. That's what happens. And we didn't even get very far. I was like, I had so much to say, but... Okay, so this time we're going to talk about the things that we do not touch very often in our house. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to start with my list of things. I've got lots of those. Last year and how to go deeper with those things if we want to. I mean, spring cleaning historically is about airing out and like... You know, sort of uncovering dirty laundry. Airing out all things. I mean, in Maine, we have from November, November, December, January, February, March, April, and sometimes into May before we can open windows. Yeah, that's about fair, right? Mm-hmm. So that is a long time. Our houses need to be way let out by then, and the windows need to be opened, and we need to fluff. We need to get the rugs out. We need to, you know. Just, just, just move everything. Uh, part of deep, deep, deep diving cleaning to me is is looking and really touching every single thing. First, finding out if you still want it, and if you don't, we've already talked about that in many of our other episodes. Mm. Get it out of your life as fast as possible. I will say, Rach, not to like bunny trail because I know Amy's okay. the spirit of Amy would be upset about that. I am all on that, but now with my grandmother dying. I will say I can understand why that is harder for people. Oh, totally. It is hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But you have to do a lot of self-talk. I'm just saying. Yeah. I am now self-talking. You have... Expand one, on that okay. part of it. Like, why so, is it hard? So, y'all know until that my grandmother's dying. And she is called Grammy Bling Bling for a reason. Because she wears tons of jewelry. And so she has boxes and boxes and boxes of jewelry. And it is costume jewelry we're not talking mm-hmm. tiffany's here people we're talking about martin's and if you don't live in maine martin's is like a surplus store like it's not mm-hmm. you know it's nothing to shout home about and me and my sister have started going through things and like taking things and even pictures and all that so i can find myself being like i want that you can't have that i want that like this compulsive compulsivity to want the stuff because I know I'm losing the person Mm. and so Mm -hmm. I got this like bag of silver bracelets and I've had lots of people be like I want a piece of bling bling and so I went through and I looked at each one and I found the one that I loved because I had these little doves etched into it and I like put it on my wrist I was like this is perfect then I found another one that had the infinity symbol on it and I was I kind of loved that one so I set that aside I think I'm gonna give that one to Catherine spoiler alert (laughs) <laughs> and then I brought one for Rach and then I brought I gave some to my daughters and then I was like okay I'm good and then there's some really cute like she has these cute bangly ones that are like bobbles like they're like giant circles mm. of glass and she has a green one and a That's yellow cool. one and I think a pink one and I talk about gumballs all the time in my classroom <laughs> like that's how I reward my students is with gumballs and so they look like gumballs. And so mm-hmm. I kept those and I put them on my um, bracelet rack. Excuse Blessings. me. And, um, and I'll probably do the same thing with some necklaces. I'll find some fun, crazy necklaces that will like work with me. 
and then I have to release it because what Ra- I hear Rachel in my head is that this <laughs> isn't Grammy bling bling. Mm-hmm. But I can see why people want that. Like if you lost a person, you you why you were attached mm-hmm. to their things, mm-hmm. and so Sentiment. I think it was. I think it was a lot harder for me or like what if I what if I'm going to need that another time and then I threw away my grandmother's and I could have used it and so Mm -hmm. I have to keep reminding myself that this isn't my grandmother another podcast another time I am now 100% for Swedish death cleaning and I think it needs (laughs) to be a conversation now that I'm walking through a death like for reals people yeah don't do to your families what is about to happen to us to me (laughs) Not like I was like, I'm getting like, I'm going to talk to my mother-in-law. I'm going to talk to um, me and Peter and I'm going to talk to my children. What do you remember? What do you want in our house? Mm -hmm. And then I'm getting rid of everything else and we're going to live with a couch. I'm going the couch route, Rich. I know, right? Because I just can't. (laughs) But I will say that that is something that is a huge burden. Like one day when I was with my grandmother, she wanted to go through her pants, people, her pants. And she just, and I, when I say closets of pants, I'm not joking. Oh, my gosh. And we were going through all these pants. And I was like, and she was like, oh, Amber, those ones would look cute on you. And I took them because I'm not going to look at my grandmother and be like, no, no. And I took them and I, like, looked at them. But then after that, everything else went into a bag to send to Goodwill. My Graham doesn't need to know that. Mm-hmm. She wants to part with her stuff. I can't take my grandmother's stretch pants mm-hmm. and hold onto them <laughs> thinking that that's somehow making my grandmother not die. Like, she's going to go, guys. Like, it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, Or that it would change the memory that you have of her right, to get rid not. of them. And it, but it is a yep. very hard yep. twinge. Totally. Like, I rem- yep. And... Debt and debt. So Swedish death cleaning has got to happen. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and more than that, like right now, I just I think I'm talking about like the the feeling of like spring is coming and we want to push to reset our homes. At least right. I do. So I, I think I, we also have to do that for our own selves. Though I guess that's where it comes. It comes back. Like when I'm going to spring clean my home, mm-hmm. I really need to think. Like, are my children going to care? If I get rid of these books, no, no, I think they will rejoice in the Lord. <laughs> right. It's more the things that you know don't mean a lot to but you. let it go. The sentimental things are not what I'm talking about at this point at all because those are a struggle and those take much thought. But at the end, I think that in the early springtime, at least I, I, maybe I just don't speak for everybody, but I think there's a reason why spring cleaning is a thing. It's because we're all a little bit cagey, all a little bit crazy, and and stuff after Christmas and with mm-hmm. winter sports and with visiting, oh, you know, preach. friends and all. It just it accumulates. I, and you're not outside as much. I think the opening the windows and like the fresh air thing is so real. Like you yeah. are inside your house, so everything that you, you like you there's nothing that goes outdoors. Like. You don't right. go to your barn. You like yeah. I have like a little nook of the corner of my back hall that's stuff that needs to go out to my barn. Right. I'm not going out to my barn right now because I'd have to shovel to get there. It's not happening. So there's like a little nook and it grows and it grows and it grows. And then yep. That's snow, what I'm talking about. The snow starts <laughs> melting and I'm like, Get to the barn and this goes in this tote and this goes in, like it all has a place. It's just right. it's come to die in the house for a little bit. 
Yes, those are both really good examples. The first was not quite what I'm talking about, but the second, but it is still connected because um, for people who are a little bit more on the spectrum like me and a little bit more neurotic, some of the some of the sentiment might go like I, I might. If it's going to go, that's probably the season where it would. Just to try to like go through room by room and see, okay, first, find everything that you don't need or want anymore. Do you love it? Do you need it? If you don't, it's gone. But do you love it? All the things you were just talking about. Right. That falls into the do you love it? I love it. I don't need it. I love it. It's 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 sentimental to me. But then once you once once those things are gone and you've done that and that is a huge step and that is a laborious step. And if you have never listened to this podcast before and this is your first episode, one of our podcast episodes is called um, decluttering or something like that. Yeah. It, it, there's a whole there's a little cluster of them where it's like surface cleaning 101. And then there's another where it's like. I think it might be called Do You Love It? Do You Need I don't. I don't know, but it's in there and you'll, yeah. you'll be able to tell by the title. But we go into more in depth into like the pain that comes with, you know, decluttering your life if things are sentimental, but you just can't keep everything. Like if you're moving, if you are feeling stressed, if you are, like there's so many signs of stress that come from living with too much clutter. And so, and for me, that feeling starts to happen at the end of winter and the beginning of spring where it's like, I don't know what just happened for the last six months, but I got to do something. Mm. And so for me, it's moving some things out, um, going through clothes, going through all the winter stuff, the one mitten that didn't make it back from the ski mountain. Okay. You know, it's like, like there's, there's mismatched clothes or stuff that my boys have grown out of. There's stuff that's just too ratty and shabby, get it out. Um, and then you can start moving into surface cleaning and really getting into the like washing windows and airing, getting closets cleaned out. Um, my kitchen drawers and cupboards, I do not. Like you said in our last podcast that you go through those once a month. I probably go no, through I them. I wash the outside. I do not open them and look oh, inside. I thought you, no. oh, I thought my you said you organize gosh, your cupboards I, once a, a month. Psycho. I was like, I was, no. oh, that's clear so many things up for me. I was just like, wow. Were you feeling guilty? Did you I was. I was shame? feeling guilty. Oh, I was, no. That's why I said you're a better wifey than I oh, because. no, I am not. <laughs> Mine oh, the is outsides? Yes, I wipe because... those down once a week. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I knew you'd beat me. But I oh, wash okay, the outside because they're white. Like yours and yeah. like, you know, pe- Mr. Peeper and Peter's splats and all the things. And mm-hmm. I just have to wash it all down. But yeah, I could do it once a week. I don't, but I do not do it once a week. I could probably, and maybe I'll like wipe down the biggies, but I don't mm-hmm. really get in there. But in them, no, every now gosh. and then, I think it probably happens once a year, if that do I open up like my baking cupboard and I'm like, wow, I haven't really, like everything's kind of dusty. All the all the jars, like most of my baking stuff, I think with you too, it's like in jars. Yep. And it's it's sweet, but it's like oh, it's just accumulated. Like the drawer is is gross. You need to vacuum right. It it's out like it needs to be vacuumed. It needs to be wiped. And doing something like that just always gets sort of bumped, bumped. Oh, I'll do that next month, or I'll do that next month. I'll do Never. that next month. And then it's like a year later, and I'm like, I'm still looking at that one chocolate chip that fell out of the chip jar, and it's still in the cupboard. I need to just do this. Yeah. Like clean it out. And I don't clean my fridge. I wipe them. I, I wipe down obvious stuff in my fridge often enough, but I don't do a deep clean of the fridge probably often. Like I do that often. I don't. And like every, probably now and then, every season. 
like every couple, like every quarter, like once every three months. But that's again because my kids are disgusting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like your kids aren't my kids. Like again, please remember that I live with barefooted imps, and so <laughs> wild and free. They, I need to maintain that. Or, mm-hmm. well, and I, I just splurged and got like the best refrigerator ever. I used my ooh. Christmas money and got a new fridge, and so like now I'm obsessed. Um, I know you love definitions, Amber, and I wrote down some. I guess not definitions, full definitions, but some other things to describe the word deep, like going deeper and like doing a deep clean refresh. I love words. Yeah. Extending far down. Very intense. Uh, Yes. I would agree with that one. Extreme. Yes. A great distance (laughs) down into that basement or up into the attic or into the closet or into the garage or Uh, into the kitchen cupboards. (laughs) A great distance. Taking in a lot of air. I had to laugh at this because I was like, yeah, it does require a lot of air to deep clean. You have to really be ready to roll up your sleeves and get some cardio done. Fully absorbed, involved, difficult to understand. Wait, is that all one or are those different ones? They're all just different. They're like... Okay, so fully absorbed. Fully absorbed. You know how like you're in the middle and the thick of doing a good yep, deep I clean really like and you are, compl- you are fully absorbed. Like if someone was like, hey, do you want to go to a movie? I'd be like, nope, nope. I am in this. Yeah, I am in win. this moment. And there's a, uh, there's a little high there. There's a little. You there is a high. high. I wish I mm-hmm. could chase that high. I chase that high on a daily on the little things. The feeling like, you know, right, doing like surface cleaning and stuff like that. It is not my favorite thing, I will admit, on this podcast to do the deep, deep stuff like the closets, the really hoeing out. I, if I'm doing that, I would like to move to a different house, please. Yeah. <laughs> and I love to move. I actually am way overdue on a move. And I told my husband, I was like, we've been here for almost 10 years. It's time to buy a new house. And it's like, <laughs> and I hate like, you? No. No. So I have to find other ways to chase that feeling. And one of them is, well, I guess I have to do a deep dive into this closet. The closet I do have to do more often that I that I don't love is the one that we built um, into our like sort of dining front hall area because we didn't have any closets. But that that houses Henry's a lot of Henry's Legos, mm-hmm. which just gets cray cray. And so Kurt and the boys will sort of disseminate and like recall all of the Legos and like bring some up to the attic, bring some up to Henry's room and then leave the rest downstairs. And it's also our, each one of us has a bin that has mittens and hats and they actually live there year round now. That does not move. It just says mama, dada, (laughs) it doesn't say dada, mama, dad, Sam, Henry. And we have each our bin, it has hats and gloves and whatever. And then that just that just lives there forever and ever. I'm in. And then my yarn. And then it's like candles and yarn and like stuff like that. And then on the top, it's like family games. Mm -hmm. And it's just all the thing. It's just the stuff of life. It is just the stuff of life. But it gets crazy because it's actually a high use. It's like high turnover, especially in the winter. We're, We're getting hats and stuff like that out of all the time. Henry's always in there playing Legos candles and stuff like that come in and out for tables and stuff in kitchen and just gets kind of thrown back in mm-hmm. and so to do like to take everything out wipe down the shelves and everything 
I, every now and then, I feel like, again, that's one thing, kind of like my kitchen cupboards where about once a year, it starts like cr- making me a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I have to I do usually, it. I have to do it. Yep. I'm usually like, yeah, I'm always, it's starting to make me crazy. Right. And then it's watch out. Here I come. Yes. Peter always says I'm either catatonic or I'm the energizer bunny. Yes, I would agree with that. Especially at your house. Anywhere else you can like fake it. Mm-hmm. And you can you put on a really good face if you're at school. Right. You're like, I'm an I'm an energetic happy teacher even though in the inside yeah. you're like, I want to be in my bed reading yeah. a book. <laughs> well, I think what it is for me where this is hard for me, deep cut vulnerability hashtag hot mess express is that I struggle with the get up and go once I get up and go I can keep going and so what I love I'm not an I'm not a self-starter like I am amazed by you and your puttering like I look around (laughs) in your studio and I'm like she putters I Mm. don't have puttering in me Mm -hmm. and I don't know why and I've seen you putter ah it's very rare forced puttering I putter when people are with me. Yes. Because I'm so social. You so do. So I'll like, yep. well, you're, if you're sitting on my stool and we're talking, I'll putter around my kitchen. And it's not because I'm embarrassed you see my house way worse. But it's because, so I'm trying to start listening to like podcasts or because I like talking. Mm-hmm. You like and words. And listening to yeah. talking mm-hmm. and that conversation. Mm-hmm. And so, but I, I love my family, but it can't be my family talking. Like, because then it's just grating. But mm-hmm. I want to like... It feels social. Right. It's not talking to you. So that's part of the thing. Right. Family, they're talking to you or they're talking about you or they're asking you for something. They're talking at me. Talking at you. Or they want to argue or they want to debate with me or they want to tell me why I'm wrong and they're right. And I just have no tolerance for that. Podcasts. Shout out to all podcasts. Very good for puttering. They're really great. And And so I found a couple that are really good for me to do that. But I also think that there's this like... And again, I think it's some of my trauma and I'm working through it. I just, for me, I'm either, I I haven't found that balance yet. I really Mm -hmm. am. Like I had a snow day and I went catatonic. I did not leave my bed until Peter brought me, Peter brought me coffee. I wasn't on social media. I was reading, but Mm -hmm. I read in bed until 1030. Mm. And then I got up and I sat in front of the couch and I, I'm not in front of the couch on my fire, in front of my fire and. Like, <laughs> you sat in front of your couch that was cute I know I'm so tired mm-hmm. and then I like kind of did a few little things but like I don't know how to do a, a series of tasks I don't know how to do that and I don't know hmm. why I don't know how to do that I either dismantle my house deep clean go crazy um mm-hmm. go top to bottom or I just live in the in the in the squalor and kind of go insular mm-hmm. um I don't have a middle and I need a middle mm. and I think it's some I think it's a trauma thing I don't know where it is but it's starting to like I think with my grandmother and mm. like how busy I've been it's starting to surface so I'll be excited to figure out what that is I've been mm. praying about it and like really trying to like meditate on it and like what, what is starting to surface? Like the need to have more of a routine and a rhythm? The noticing it. Like mm. I never, I guess I never even noticed it. Peter had hmm. brought it to my attention and I just, you know, ignored him. Really good <laughs> at that. Um, no. But like, the, like, the, again, like the, I don't know how to, I'm either on or I'm off. So yep. puttering is a mid, it's like a mid range. Cause like, yep. 
you can sip and have a cup of tea and then you can pick up a few things and then you can go over here. And I I am incapable of doing that. If mm-hmm. I sit, I'm done. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, I want to be, but I also am not able to, I'm hyper-focused. And I think it might be that I truly do have ADHD and I just need to like mm-hmm. work on that diagnosis and figure out how that's going to work in my adult life. I'm like people who don't even know me are probably going, no kidding, Amber, you have ADHD. I get it. (laughs) But I think that's part of it. Like I have an ADD thing where my brain actually can't do it, but I'm maturing enough where I'm at least being cognizant of it. And so I want to, I want to be able to just pick up my house and move along in my house and not feel frantic or I get angry when I clean hmm. and then it gets messy again right away. Like mm-hmm. I get resentful and that's not fair because that's just life. So yeah. like I clean the house and then mm-hmm. the kids get a snack mm-hmm. or Peter gets a snack or they Crumbs. open up the and I'm like, get away. What are you doing? They're like eating. I'm like, no, no, come on. <laughs> I am like that with my car. There's crumbs in my car right now, people, and it it drives me crazy, and it's winter, and there's not much I can do about it because I can't, but I clean my car in the summer every Sunday afternoon, like spotless, deep clean my car, because that is how insane I am, and it it just, yeah, I feel like this ends up being a true confessions. Whenever I talk about cleaning, I end up just sort of true confessioning how crazy I am. No, I mean, I wish I had a little bit of your crazy as I look around here. And I think for me, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, do you need it? Do you want it? And not even knowing that about myself. Like, I think that, yeah, I think we say that. I mean, you have just got a definite thing. Like, I wa- I actually shop with the thought of like, would Rachel get this? Would I, would she? Why would she? No, I don't think she would. Do I really need it? Like, mm-hmm. because you just, you go Target shopping and then you just start buying things because it's cute, but you don't have a place where it could go or be. And I do have a little kitschiness in me. You don't have an ounce of kitsch. And when you said you, and as far as the Target thing, you're, you mean most people or actually Oh, I'm talking me? about Amber Christine Small. Oh, you, yeah. Was Because yeah. like, I, I shop with my eyes all the time. I shop, I, I online shop, with, I window shop. I just, I like to keep a pulse on what's available here and there in my favorite places. Target's definitely one of them. But I don't buy hardly anything. I only buy when I really find the thing that I need and want at the same time. And it has to be both. I need this and I want it and it's, and I love it, but I need it. I guess need at that point is relative. I don't need new couch cushions. Like I need them because I don't have couch cushions, covers right right now, covers, but I'm, I'm buying all new ones because I do that every season almost where I need to freshen them up because they're, we've got, you know, life, the, your stuff that's like, stuff like that gets used so hard. It gets used hard. It's not going to last forever. Right. It has like a limited shelf life. It's, and so I, again, I think I said this in our last podcast, I tend to go mid, mid line where it's like, I just keep it basic. Target, Ikea, H&M, like stuff that I can count on being nice, but not expensive. It will look beautiful in my house. It does not have to last forever. It might last a really long time. It might be really washable. Some things are, I don't buy pillow covers that like, for example, are, are don't have zippers because I, I need to be able to wash stuff. 
because even within the season that it lasts, I still want to make it wash and fresh and stuff like that. And you know, like half the stuff in my house is white, so I'm always washing it. But it is a perpetual puttering. It is the, that would be a cute little title. I'm going to write that down. Perpetual puttering. It's yeah, all I, about perpetual everything. Right. And, and, and I also think your style is you're not kitschy. Like there's nothing extra. And I'm a little extra. Yeah, I don't like decor necessarily. Well, I like decor. I do not love decorations. Yeah. And I like. Unless they come from the woods. <laughs> Right. And that's what I mean. You're very Scandy. And I, I'm embracing that. And I think the reason I'm embracing it more is because I have a classroom. And so I do have a little kitchen. Me, Hello. My grandmother yeah. is Grammy bling bling. That's fair. And so like yeah. the other day I bought a little wooden shamrock that was the Irish flag on one side and the other side was just green. And it was a dollar in the dollar target spot. Mm-hmm. And I brought it and I put it on my desk for the month of March. Super cute, adorable. We talked about it. The kids, we talked about St. Patrick's Day. We talked about that, blah, blah, blah. And then, but it doesn't need to be in my house. Like, I don't feel the Mm -hmm. need. But, like, before I would feel the need to do that in my house. Really? (laughs) Decorate for St. Patrick's Day? Hello, I'm named after beer. Come on, it's my favorite (laughs) holiday. No, I'm not. um, Like, my mantle. I used to do a lot with my mantle. And now, because I have a classroom... I mean, that's really why I started wedding planning was even for that, was that I love, I love design and I can see a space and I can make it 45,000 different things. And so I would start Mm. doing that. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got that fulfilled first was through wedding design. And then when I slowly stopped doing that, I now have a classroom. So like I, I buy cute little pennants that go across my chalkboard for each season. So I just got a cute little spring one and I... Like I have a little cloche on the little shelf that I've changed the little figurine in it. And it's like. I'm feeling stressed. I'm, feeling, I I'm officially stressed. I know. I know. <laughs> but like there are little things that. Yeah. I think are sweet, but I don't want in my house. But yeah. they fulfill something in me. My my bling blingness. Totally. The like, kitschy side, which is. Yeah, I do have a little kitsch. Yeah, I don't know where. I wonder if, and only God knows, the, the I think a lot, based on what I'm seeing in the target dollar section and everywhere else i think most people have a kitschy side i think that i am the freak you are i mean but it's not (laughs) because you really have a you do have an aesthetic and you do have an aesthetic it's just so different that it it's not natural for everybody else so what they're trying to do like okay i'm going to describe where i am guys so i'm staring (laughs) at like ikea cubes like or you could get them at walmart where they're all the little cubes and like you cannot get the ones that I have at Walmart. I know, but it's the same. I'm thing. disclaiming breathe that. Through it, just breathe through <laughs> it. And like on top of it is a wooden box with some boxwood in it. And then next to it is another wooden box with like vintage-looking scissors and butcher pa- butcher twine and you know I think it's some yarns and like all her little twiny twines to wrap up her little, little box boxes. Twines. Okay, so I'm in my studio. First of all, I'm not okay. in my house. I know. <laughs> but then and then she has like another vintage-looking benches and on the thing like everything so people Mm -hmm. don't norm that does not come normally to them so they're trying to build that aesthetic so what they go to is they go into the dollar section for one three and five dollars of target and they try to make motifs Mm. they try to so they get a little wire stand with a butcher block top and then they put little sign on it that says you and me and then they get a little tassel of wooden beads that are pink for valentine's day and so they try to do what 
just you storing your yarn can do because of your natural aesthetic because you're an artist they try to create that in vibe do- that vibe in the dollar section and i would say it Don't can't be, be done right yes. it can't be done with that same yeah no, I get that you can, it can't be done, but that doesn't mean people aren't going to try. Well, if you want to try, then you need to mix antiquing, like actually going and get and spending time listen, building listen the her. the aesthetic words. over the last thirty years of your life. I know her boxes make me covet. I it's cover. it's my whole life of wooden boxes, cheese boxes. I I I go on hard searches. I will do a day trip for a wooden box. I know. Uh, and there's a there's an old antique place called the Liberty Tool Barn. Shout out to that sweet little town, sweet little antique place. It is as authentically antique as you ever actual antiques. I'm not talking kitsch mixed with antiques at a flea market. I'm like actual old stuff, and it's a, just a treasure trove of my it's dad and I will. It is just oh, amazing. We are dangerous there. He's very dangerous. He collects uh, antique things. I, I got. I mean that that is hereditary. That is. That See, is that's her- your bling bling. That is my, my bling bling. My bling bling is kitschy stuff. Your bling bling is with boxes <laughs> and metal pails and yes, toys. all the yes, natural, old or modern sort of. I don't know. I have. I'm a weird mix you of all kinds mix, of things, and we are so sidetracked. I don't think the last three podcasts of ours have been able to stay dead. on task. You were saying like we're not very good at this because Amy was our rep, like our, our she was our hen. rabbit trail puller in her, and now we don't have it, and so now we're all over the place. And we apologize. You're just gonna have to love us, despite the fact that the title of the episode might not match the content. Hold on tight. Hold on tight, people. It's a ride. No. So anyway, deep cleaning. Sorry, we got it off track, but that's why I think to me it's all connected. To me, it's all it connected. Is, and that's... you have to know your aesthetic because if you don't know your aesthetic, then you don't know what you need to get rid of. And that, mm-hmm. I remember mm-hmm. the last time we did the deep cleaning one, I went through my kitchen and I got rid of so much stuff. You would have been so proud of me. I am proud of you. Because I it didn't meet my aesthetic. Like, I now know what my aesthetic is. Yeah. Yep. And so I had these like cute, and they weren't even ugly things. They were cute vintage thermoses. And I oh, had them 100%. Up, a lot of times was, we have to. And I was to, like, I got to get rid of these. I don't use them to yeah. actually pour hot beverages. Mm-hmm. They're sitting on top of my cabinets. They're cute. And then there was a rooster that you gave me yeah. years ago. And I was like, I know. she will love me more if I get rid of this. <laughs> I will. Did you bring it to Goodwill? Someone snapped that rooster up in a heartbeat, I bet. It was very country bumpkin. You know what I mean? Like that kind of aesthetic. I'm I'm sure I did. Back when I was little and I didn't know any better because uh, I just, you know, I was young and I just didn't, uh, my aesthetic, it took years of my whole life to like, you know, form. I think that's what's happening to me now. Right. Well, and you, again, you've been a working woman for a very long time. And And part of surviving. I just survived. Exactly. I think trauma. And a lot of people are surviving and the house is you come home and you sleep and you eat and it's not necessarily like a sanctuary or a place where you're like I was I can't wait to be home because I love the aesthetic or I love like yeah no that is not the feeling I feel you've never felt that I do when my kids aren't home I know that sounds horrible but they're just such pigs (laughs) 
I love them uh, dearly. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's with, just, sometimes it's when the house is all clean. Settled and, and every candle clean lit. And we've got a candle lit. I love it. Yeah. Or I also love it when it's full of people. Mm-hmm. I am definitely hospitality lady. Like, the yes. more the merrier. And you're, you have been so good. And, and again, another tangent, but you've been so good at having an open house policy for all of your street kids yeah. and street yeah. people and people in your life that just need yeah. help. You are the living example of true hospitality, which is selfless and not caring about what's at, like you, you know, total vulnerability. Yeah. The house is a wreck. The dog is loose. The laundry is a piling up. The counters are Come messy. In. Come on in and eat whatever you want. Have whatever yeah. you want. Take what's mine. You yeah. know, what's mine is yours. That's and, my life. And I love that. And that has more value, actually, than what I do. It has much more value. It has kingdom value, which yeah, is... Yeah, but it would be nice to, if it was clean. Yeah. Well, I mean, now you're entering a season of life where it can be. And that 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 is true. There is so yeah. much truth to that. Like someone might listen to this and if they have toddlers they're like spring cleaning refresh that that, that just doesn't apply to me my whole life is just surviving is poop the day. and toddler toys and you know sensory bins that make messes and like all kinds of things and it's like yes and that is a season for sure that yeah. that deserves all the honor and and all the things and and that's just you know that's and if you make it through today that's victory you don't that's right and if spring cleaning to you is opening a window, Amen, Hallelujah. Then oh, let the fresh. That is a beautiful. That's right. Then that is your accomplishment. Let them play in the mud and give that's them right. a bath. So depending on where you are and who you are and all the things, this will either sound crazy or like, yes, I have to do that. But, and I've always been just neurotic enough, and I only had two babies, not six or whatever. So I was like, I always made time for this be- because I needed to as the neurotic person that I am mm-hmm. and for me it was like a for me it was cathartic like we defined cathartic it's like it's cathartic for me to to move things and get things out and start and and look at things and make choices and weed out what we don't use anymore because I feel it I feel stuff yeah I feel like there must be a disorder for that like, <laughs> and I don't mean like a mental disorder but like there's synesthesia or synesthesia or something like that where you can you see smells or you smell colors or like like hmm. it's in your brain where two senses connect yes so like, i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. and i think that you have that but yours is your emotions are connected to your sensory so like if it is too like because i remember my visual your visual sense in like particular. your eyes and your yeah. emotional are so super connected that you actually have visceral responses because even mm-hmm. when we were kids you had visceral responses to colors, to light, light oh, on gray days. Oh, I mean, or just... like fluorescent lights in school. Yes, you like, lights. I hate these. They're brain sucking. Mm-hmm. You know, like you like there were things. They made me sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, I they think gave you me have some migraine like headaches. Thing. <laughs> yeah, my poor mother. She had to hear me about the the fluorescent lights every single day for the whole of high school. And um, I, but I think so. Like. I, I get that. So I think different parents. But I do think even when my kids were little, I would have purges. And I, yep. You kind of have to after a certain to. point. So I think no matter what season purge, it's in, you kind of have to. I think a seasonal purge. Like I think mm. every three months is a reasonable non-neurotic. Like, mm-hmm. And it feels like it's a change of season. So you do it yep. around spring. And then in summer, you, you get rid of, you know, you 
put away the rain boots and you put it like, or you take away those kinds of things and all the Easter stuff is done and you t- mm-hmm. put it, you start, you for reals put away the winter coats and the hats and the gloves. And I used to save everything because my kids would go. So I'd label totes and mm-hmm. I would go through everything and then matriculate through everything. Yeah. yeah. And then you pull down the summer stuff and we have bins in our front entry and like it switches over from like hand warmers to sunscreens Mm -hmm. and like hats and sunglasses and swim stuff, swim stuff, like all the, Mm -hmm. you know, those kinds of things. So I think every season you kind of have it. I just think spring there's, I think because of in Maine in particular that, caginess it's the biggest one it is my biggest one is always the spring and then Mm -hmm. and then usually the summer into the fall like yep where you have to dig everything back out like uh, oh where did i put all these coats before so one of the last um definitions of deep that i have to read it because it's just everything we've just been describing committed to it and committed to a situation in such a way that you cannot get out of it and I loved that. Like, yes. you are in this, you're in deep, you have to keep going. It will get worse before it gets better. I think that's also something to to realize, like, if you want what's on the other side, like, if you want that fresh feeling, if you want that aired out feeling, if you want, like, the the cathartic feeling of really decluttering, surface cleaning, and then reintroducing you know the the pieces that you want to keep into your home it is it is you you have got to go deep you've got to just be like all right I'm doing this it's going to take me a while it could be emotional I could Mm -hmm. end up fighting with my husband about this that or the other thing it might cost money um I'll have to make trips to Goodwill or the Salvation Army or whatever like trips to the dump you know it's like I got to do this but it really does feel so so good when you're on the other side of it I also think if you make it a habit, if one of the things that I've learned through my littles, you used to come and help me do it every couple of months. Get a friend too if you are feeling overwhelmed by it. Get a battle buddy. But I also think what happens is it does make you buy less. Like I mm-hmm. found that like as I go through life, I'm buying less and less and less because I don't need it and I just know I'm going to purge it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. If you can figure out a way, I always try to think, can I figure out a way to make do without this first? Like, is there a different way that I can get through a season or whatever without this? Can we just live with less? And I, I want to do a whole episode on like choosing less. Um, and that's, it is a choice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a tough one sometimes. And it's actually, when I was younger and I went from an Amber, I, I you said something once that actually really, really pricked oh, my gosh. heart. No, no, no. It's good. Oh, it's all good. When I first got married and we had a little bit of money, this was the first time I'd ever had money because mm-hmm. I had a job. My hubby had a job and his job became a good job pretty quickly in our marriage where he was, I was like, wow, we don't, like, we don't, we're not having a problem paying our bills mm-hmm. and we have money left over. Like we could go out to eat. We could go to the movies. I could, I could buy clothes that were actually full price. Right. Which I had never been able to do in my whole life. Right. Before ever. And I, I went kind of bananas setting up a home. And we just had a, an apartment at the time. But I was always out shopping. And I took my time. I took my time. It took years for me to get the piece, of, like from nothing, from literally finding our first <laughs> futon um, at Ames, I think for 200 bucks. 
and we didn't have tons of money but for us we had you know it's like I felt like I could go out and go antiquing and it wouldn't stress our marriage or something like that and I remember that being a very very fun season but what what happened in my brain was that I felt like anything that was beautiful and nice I had to have it and I had it it I went through this sort of glitchy period of my life where I had to like remind myself like there's so many beautiful things out there there's so much there's so many talented artisans there's so many beautiful antiques there's so many beautiful modern pieces that are created now there's so much beautiful aesthetics like totally different aesthetics that are very very beautiful Mm I was like but it doesn't you don't have to try to make that all be you and like I had to tell myself this Mm -hmm. because I I felt like I was just sort of like drinking out of the fire hose with like setting up a home and like loving that and like that's what I felt I was like I was made to do this this is where I really shine but like I felt very unthankful and very unsatisfied all the time because I wanted a little bit of everything and I remember you said something at one point where you're like um you're just having fun because you've never had like this time in your life where you actually had a little bit of money to be able to do something that you wanted to do without it causing stress. Mm-hmm. And, and so wise. You really were. And I, I like, I couldn't figure out why I was going out antiquing every day or like why I was like constantly like looking and looking for different things and, you know, being so picky about this and that and, um, but you're like, you just, you're finally liberated and you finally have the ability to do that. And so you're just ex- sort of exploding with right. ideas and exploding with reset and being just, liberated. You're going to go a little right. cray cray and, and you'll come back. Right. And now, many, many years later, I, I try to actually take the opposite approach where it's like, there's so much beauty in the world. There's a lot of different ways to set up a home, but we basically have everything we need right now. And even if some of it is, like, both of our sofas are scratched by cats. Um, the they, They're probably at their second to last washing with the cushions before the cushions start to disintegrate. You know, like, they're old. They've been, they've had a story. But I'm okay with that. Like, I, I do, I, I know that we'll have to find another one soon. But it's like, I'm just, I don't feel anxious about it. And I don't feel anxious about all the things in my life anymore I'm literally just like what can we actually just live without and I do want to, what's the mo- and you know this once the most important thing is that my home feels cozy and welcoming right. and simple and easy to manage and I think that's another point that I was trying to make um in my notes I wanted to make sure to say was like the simpler your home is the easier it is to keep it that way the easier it is to clean so that is the easiest- what I hear in your head in my head all the time in fact, I think I need to go through again and be like, where can we purge? Where can I get rid of Well, that's of? kind of where I'm saying this is the season mm-hmm. where you start to feel like, okay, wait, the snow is gone. I might be able to get out and, and actually put some, you know, like get it, get, I love, and I know I've said this a long time ago, black contractor bags. I yes. love them. And if you have a lot in your, in your life that you know you need to get rid of, those are your first weapon <laughs> to doing it because- those suckers will hold a body. They will. And they will hold a lot of things. And you can just go to town and just be like, you know what? I'm going to purge. I want I want what's on the other side of this. I, I feel stressed. Everything's dusty. All the all the decor and all the things. And I recently had someone reach out to me to, to do some 
like consulting for just her home and stuff like that. And she, I said, it's hard for me to do too much, too much more from where we were at without seeing pictures or without me visiting. And so she sent me some and there's just, there was a lot of stuff. And what I saw was a lot of stuff. And I said, well, I think the thing you have to, because she actually said, she's like, I really want to have an aesthetic that's more like yours. And I said, well, the thing you're going to have to decide on then is if you choose the aesthetic or the things. Mm -hmm. Because the aesthetic is the absence of things, actually. Mine is like, it's space first and then your basic things but the basic things are nice like they're not they're well thought out and they're thought out with the space in mind and that is a lot of work that's not that doesn't just happen but it does come at the cost of getting rid of a lot of things it does and in this country we are just we are just we are oh my gosh like to the point where on every single in every single town there's like so many storage places and they just keep getting built and built and built and I'm like guys stop buying stuff I think it's because it's a need I mean I think that could be a whole other podcast of why do we buy stuff what is what are we trying to fulfill what are we it's it's a emptiness it's a coping mechanism of better do better keeping up with the Joneses emptiness there's a lot of triggers. But if I, you have to store it off-site? As someone who had storage units, because I, long story back, I bought out somebody else, and it just was a better deal. But that wasn't your own stuff. That no, was your business. That was my business. But again, I struggled with, like, I, like, the pitching of things or just getting rid of, like, I still struggle with that because I'm like, oh, this is worth. So I had glassware in every size and every shape. I bought out this other wedding planner, and... It was great, but it was took up so much space and I just didn't do that volume and I and I was my idea was I was gonna sell it, but like it just wasn't as easy as I thought it was gonna be and I did a little bit and then I had this like two weekend yard sale and I got still got and I still had a barn full like full and so I kept fighting this like what do I uh, and Peter finally was like fill it our trailer. Fill your little, tra- our little like pull behind trailer, mm-hmm. put it at the end of the road and just say free. And I was like, there's no way, Peter. And he's like, let's make a bet. I think it will be gone within 24 hours. I was like, there is no way. You guys, when I say like six feet tall vases that used to go <laughs> and like four foot and cylinders and squares and frosted gone in 24 hours hours and now that's the mentality i have to have is this going to end up in a trailer on the side of the road yeah that's a good question to ask before and, you buy anything <laughs> well and like and i still struggle with that like, i still have a shelf of like if i have a yard sale let it go amber you're not having your yard sale put it in some totes and bring it to salvation rv every week yeah and what's the top top number the top number i've ever known anyone uh we have a actually amy booker is the top yard sailor that i know she i think one time she made five hundred dollars I would rather pay myself $500 and lose that money and put $500 worth of stuff from a yard for a yard sale perspective in the back of my car and drop it off somewhere and be liberated oh, okay. from it. Yes. And feel that feeling of being like, I literally don't have to see this stuff on here ever again. I don't have to take the time that it's going to take. You know, I, no, I can't. No, I can't nope, do that. I can't either. And uh, we only have one life to live, people. Well, I think, but I do think if you regularly purge, go deeper, get in there, you'll, 
you'll see you don't need so much. Mm-hmm. And I think the peace you have when it's gone. I mean, there's a reason why shows like The Home Edit, Marie Kondo, and Joanna Gaines, and Flip It, Flip It shows. There's a reason why that is, is because we aesthetically know that less is more. Mm-hmm. And never on a Flip It show, never on a Flip It show, when they show the final product, are there tchotchkes all over the mantle. See, I don't know. Even Joanna Gaines, who I love a lot of her vibes, in her show, I always cringe when she starts putting in the fake plants and the right. the kitschy. I would I would say that some of it is kitschy. Um, I, mean, I cringe when it's, it's like, not- just leave it, just leave it plain with just oh, and it always goes too far, too yeah. far. Well, you are again, you are an extremist, but to normal yeah. people, that is not a lot. Okay. <laughs> the two the two pillar candles on the mantle with a mirror is not a lot. Right. You would just have the mantle. No, I've got on my mantle right now there's things, but I just I don't know. I have a big I have a big problem with fake plants and I have a big problem with like um the right, the, you can the grow like the, the the geometric cube. Like I a weird a geometric thing. You like stuff like that? The, like the modern I do, kitschy stuff? But not not in my house. Not right now. But I see the point of it. Like yeah. I get it from a staging design perspective. Yeah. So but I'm just saying like mm. my pennant flags and shamrock are not in Joanna Gaines' house. No, they're not. They're that in my true. classroom. But- <laughs> oh. But they're not. So my like, gosh, just, we've been talking about this for an hour. Oh my gosh. There's going to be so much to cut out though. We were obnoxious. Were we? I don't know. I don't either. I, I, we are, we, we're guys, on fumes here, people. Do you see what we do for you guys? I'm just kidding. We're doing this for ourselves. <laughs> I know. No one's listening. We know that. No, 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 no. Okay. I wanted to say as we, as we wrap this up and I don't know that I said all the things I wanted to, but it's okay. We'll say them later. Um, you know you're deep cleaning when, and I did this list myself. Mm-hmm. This is when I'm deep cleaning. You're sweating. Your hair is up in a messy bun. You no longer care what you look like. You are not eating or drinking enough, and you don't care. You're making things worse before you're making them better. You are absolutely exhausted when you're only halfway through completing a task, and you find things that you haven't seen in years. Hello, hello.